Welcome to the Moving Markets podcast on Monday the 15th of May with me, Bernadette Anderko. I hope that you had a super weekend. On the show today, we'll hear from our head of technical analysis about what the charts are saying we should be buying now. But first, Alexander Peterson from Investment Writing is going to highlight what's been moving markets since the end of last week. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, Bernadette. Alex, I know there's been some developments around the uh, US debt ceiling. Could you start perhaps by filling us in on the details there? Yes, of course. The big news this morning is that President Joe Biden, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and other congressional leaders are planning to meet on Tuesday to discuss budget negotiations in order to avoid a default. Biden expressed optimism that a deal could be reached, saying that he believes there is a desire on both sides to reach an agreement. However, the meeting has not yet been finalized and could change. Okay, so looking back at markets, how did the US perform on Friday? On Friday, the S&P 500 was down 0.2% with outperformers in utilities, consumer staples and telecom. The Nasdaq 100 was also trading down 0.4% and the 10-year US Treasury ended Friday at 3.46% yield. And obviously over the weekend, we've been anticipating the results of the Turkish election. What can you tell us about that? In the Turkish presidential election, Erdogan failed to win a majority of the votes, leaving him with 49.3% of the votes and his opponent, Kemal Kilicaroglu, with 45%. This means that the two will face off in a runoff election on May 28th. Erdogan's People's Alliance is also on track to maintain its parliamentary majority. 98% of the ballot boxes have been counted, making a runoff the most likely outcome. Okay, so moving now to overnight and this morning, what's happened in Asia? In Asia, equity indices were mixed, with China's Shanghai Composite Index down 0.9%, Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index gaining 0.1%, and Japan's Topics Index up 0.8%. And do you have any updates for us on other asset classes? Yes. Over in currencies, the Bloomberg Dollar Spot Index was little changed, and the euro is trading up above $1.08. In the digital asset world, Bitcoin is trading around $27,250 US dollars. And in commodities, West Texas Intermediate fell 0.6, trading around $69 a barrel. Gold is trading at around $2,014 an ounce. Okay, and sticking with the commodities sector, I believe there's been some news about Newmont buying Newcrest. Yes, indeed. Newmont, the world's largest gold producer, has agreed to purchase Australian rival Newcrest mining for $19.2 billion. This is the largest gold mining sector deal to date, surpassing Newmont's purchase of Gold Corporation in 2019. The acquisition will give Newmont more exposure to gold, which is currently at a record high, as well increase its resources of copper, which is expected to be in high demand as the world transitions away from fossil fuels to more green. The deal has been unanimously approved by Newcrest's board, but is still subject to regulatory approval. And is there any other news of note? Yes, in the UK, Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has promised to take swift action to tackle illegal immigration in response to criticism from the right wing of the Conservative Party. He's scheduling meetings twice a week to discuss immigration crackdown and has announced plans to use as many accommodation barges as necessary to reduce the cost of housing arrivals in the hotels. Sunak wants to put an end to crossing in small boats, which he blames on criminal gangs and people smugglers. This was one of his five core pledges to voters. Okay, so finally, what can we expect from the rest of this week? For the week ahead, the US is scheduled to release its industrial production and retail sales on Tuesday. In Asia, Japan will release its Q1 GDP on Wednesday, its trade data on Thursday, and its inflation data on Friday. China will release April activity data on Tuesday. And that's all for today's Markets Wrap-Up. Back to you, Bernadette. Thanks so much for the update, Alex.
And now we turn to the technical part of the call with Mensal Pachinsi. I think uh, Chinese markets are what got your attention today. Perhaps you could tell us more, Mensal. Yes. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, we would like to bring to your attention the steep decline in Chinese interest rates. So when we look at Chinese 10-year government bond yields, we see that they have declined for 10 consecutive weeks. They peaked in early March around 290 and are currently trading at 270. What does this mean? Basically, it means that the deflationary pressure is still uh, intact in China and probably the declining Chinese interest rates will put pressure on global interest rates not to rise anytime soon. So we think the odds are quite high that Chinese interest rates can retest their lows of 2020 around 246. If you look over to the currency, we see that the Chinese renminbi is one of the few currencies which is not up against the US dollar uh, year to date. We see that it is back at the starting point of the year to date. To start, when we look at the chart, we see at, that at seven, we have a major resistance. So if the Chinese renminbi were to rise above seven, then we would see here uh, weakness as well in the currency. Moving over to the equity market, we have an underweight rating uh, in Chinese equities. And when we look here, for example, at the Hang Seng Index, uh, we still see that it is uh, quite weak after the initial uh, run in January. Uh, for an improvement and stabilization, the index would need to rise above 21,000. So what is our conclusion? Our conclusion is that probably Chinese interest rates are headed uh, down further. The Chinese renminbi is at risk uh, to weaken and lose its gains uh, year to date. And in Chinese equities, uh, we don't see any bright spots uh, for the time being. Um, for the Hang Seng Index, for an improvement, we would need to see the index move above 21,000. Thank you very much for giving us a thorough technical tour of the Chinese financial markets, Mensor. Well, that concludes today's podcast. Thank you for joining us. Please tune in again tomorrow when I'll be back with more of our experts to guide you through what's moving markets. Good luck today and goodbye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Business Leaders is a monthly podcast where we talk to entrepreneurs across the globe. We delve into the details of how they started their careers, their journeys in building businesses, and hear about some of the challenges that they faced along the way. Search for Business Leaders on your favorite podcast player.